Hey everyone, welcome back to Anime Sekai Podcast. I'm your host, Mikan, and I'm here with the lovely Ichigo here. What's up, guys? Hey guys. Join us this week as we discuss the beloved shoujo anime, Yona of the Dawn. Hey guys, this week we will be talking about one of our favorite shoujo's, Yona of the Dawn, also known as Akatsuki no Yona in Japanese. I know this mm-hmm. is my favorite, and I'm pretty sure it's also your favorite as well, Ichio. Yeah, I really love this story. Uh, so much so that I watched it again just for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Same, actually. We have to do a little <laughs> recap. So for those of yes. you who have never watched it or don't know what it is, it's a story about this girl named Yona, who is a red-haired princess who lives happily in the palace with her father and friends, oblivious to the misery of the kingdom. But one day on her 16th birthday, her life changes when the emperor, her father, is killed. And after being betrayed and run out of her home, she searches for four legendary dragons to take her back her stolen kingdom with the help of her childhood friend and protector, Huck. It is kind of a, like a little love story, right? You would agree, right? I mean, there are some. I would to a certain degree. There are some lovey moments, like lovey dovey moments, I guess. And I like that about the show. But at the same Uh time, girl, I've got, I'm just. It's good. You know, it's it's a good show. It's a good show. Sumo is my number one enemy. And the first time I watched. (laughs) <laughs> the first time I watched this show, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's avenging his father's death. Mm-hmm. And when the show first came out in 2014, I gave Sue on the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. When I rewatched it, my whole attitude changed. I was you like, were mad? I was mad. I was big mad. I was big mad. You're like, I have a couple of words for you, sir. And I guess it's just because of the way that Yona paints him in the story that's like, oh, he's just kind of like misunderstood. He is like this really nice guy. And then he flips on her. He is so crazy in my mind that for years uh, he was planning the death. Yeah. Yep. I mean, since he was little, he was a little cunning and very capable. Yeah. Like in a scary way almost. Exactly. I was about to say the exact same thing. It's in a it's a scary way almost to a point where he's got two separate personalities. Yeah. Cuz he and, is like a like a sweetheart basically on the outside, mm-hmm. but he is cunning. He's like a snake. I mean, he is. He's two-faced. Oh yeah. He's definitely two-faced. And when he told Yona like the Suan that you knew and grew up with never existed in the first place. And I was like, at some point mm-hmm. he had to have existed because she has memories of your dad. Yeah. And if she has memories of your dad and he was, he hadn't died at that point or had he, his father hadn't been killed. At what point did his personality change to where he had been plotted to try and kill Yona's dad and mm-hmm. then take over the kingdom? Yeah. So I have read the manga 
Ichigo has not. For those of you who don't know, the manga, there's like 250 chapters currently, and it's still going. I think it started, what, it was probably 10 years ago. Yeah, it's, it's, it's started in 2014. For, yeah, so it's been running for, that was the anime, right? I think 2014? Oh yeah, sorry. The anime started in 2014. Yeah, so I think the manga started in 2009. So it's it's been running for a really long time. For those of you who are interested, the manga is actually really good. Sometimes for shoujo's, the art style changes. Like the anime art is a little bit better oftentimes. But for you know the Dawn, the manga is really pretty. And in my personal opinion, I prefer the manga art style because it's a little more flowy and it just looks better to me. So I mm-hmm. highly recommend it for anyone who's interested in reading. And there's plenty of chapters. The anime ends on chapter 47. So you can just start from there. It Which continues is a bad place. That is the only thing about this show. I love the show. I love the character development. I mm-hmm. loved how they put Yona through the ropes in order for her to become like this strong, somewhat independent young girl who has gone through these trials and tribulations and now she is starting to kind of open her eyes and see a little bit more see the things that maybe her well I shouldn't say maybe that her father did shelter her against and now she is this strong and I say somewhat independent because she herself is like I still have a long way to go she says that in the anime this strong somewhat independent girl who is now hopefully quote-unquote bent on revenge against her former unrequited love and the only thing that I just did not like is the way that they ended they ended it with like okay she is strong and powerful but at the same time you're like okay so what happens next yeah I mean basically well I know what happens next but uh, (laughs) for those that have only seen the anime we don't know what happens yeah after where it ends honestly and it gets really good stuff starts to fall into place like a lot more backstories as well. Oh, there's an OVA for anyone who's interested. Um, it's three episodes and it gives a little bit backstory of Zenil's background, which is also very sad as well as Jeha's, but that's only like a little flashback. That's why I highly recommend reading the manga because I don't know if there will be a season two, which there should be. There should be. There, there should definitely should be. be a season two. Because it's and, very popular. Well, not only is it popular, we need to know and watch how the story plays out. Not a whole lot of people yeah. like to read manga. Yeah. And so once the season has ended, season one ended with 24 episodes. Yeah. And you're left on a cliffhanger and you're like, this is it? Wait a minute. This is this, this is it? When I thought it ended, I thought, okay, maybe after a couple of years, it's caught up with the manga in my head. So they're going to wait until the manga either finishes or gets enough chapters out there to where now they pick the anime back up. And we still haven't gotten one. And I'm like, come on now. It's been Please. It's been somebody. so long. Akatsuki no Yona. Uh, Yona of the Dawn is one of my top in my top list of this anime needs to have a season two. Oh, I agree. I 100% agree. Anime company, whoever made this, somebody come or even somebody else, pick it up. Yeah. Oh, but I did hear a rumor. This is not about Akatsuki no Yona, but you know, Kimini Todoke. Yes, season three. Yes, they're doing. It's coming so back out on hope, Netflix. And that's been years. It's been years since they did the it's last one. It's been 10 years yeah, since so Kimini Todoke came out. I have hope that they will start doing some oldies because there is a bunch, including this one. Yona of the Dawn needs to be done as well. I want to say this needs to be at the top of somebody's list because 
I need to see her exact revenge on Suon. I'm sorry. I I need to see him go down. I have no that more sympathy for, a while. for him. Just saying. I know, but I literally have no more sympathy for him. And the reason I have no more sympathy for him is even that scene in the anime where the second son of the Fire Kingdom. I yeah. said Fire Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Avatar. You know what I mean? Yeah, Fire um, <laughs> He comes with the strands of her hair and he was like, I killed her. Please oh, exact he punishment on me. Girl. I was like, what are you sad for? You are the one who started all of this. So you have no reason to feel any sort of way mm-hmm. about her supposed death and Hawk's supposed death because yeah. you are the one who started all of this. Like, bro, take your little sympathy and go sit down somewhere because nobody is here for that. We're not feeling for this. Like, go mm-hmm. sit down. Nope. I was so mad. Yo, for real. I was he, so he mad. Have, he could have bided his time and married Yona, although... It is explained a little later why he does what he does. But still, to me, I'm like, you should have just swept her off her feet, married her despite everything, and then taken over. You know what I mean? I think so, too. I think there was other ways that he could have approached that. The moment Yona was like, I have feelings for you. And he was like, oh, I'm not really good at this kind of stuff. And his mind, his plan should have shifted and been like, you know what? I could easily get rid of the king. Yeah. In other words, do it the way that he did. Stupid way. Or he could have, and I hate to even suggest this, he could have kind of piggybacked off of Yona's feelings. Yeah, basically. Manipulated her. To, he still would have ruled the mm-hmm. kingdom and he could have ruled it the way that he wanted to and nobody had to die. Yeah. If they would have done an OVA where they would have played that sort of like an an alternate yeah alternate strategy yeah yeah like i wonder if they would have done that like how that would have played out because if yona's dad did not want to approve of her feelings for suong Mm -hmm. and he was aware of them yeah he was like i've given you everything that you have asked for i cannot give this one thing to you and you know 16 year old her first love her first crush that she's had since she was a kid i mean honestly they could they could have worked something out they could have worked something out to where the dad would have just you know he would have just had to suck it up and be like look okay Mm -hmm. love he will take over but i want to know this was my only question for the anime, and I hope it is explained in the manga because it was not explained at all in the anime. How in the world did Suon know that his father was murdered by Yona's father? Um, I feel like there was. It's been a long time since I read the manga, and I haven't read like the recent chapters that have come out. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember. I feel like there was a discussion about that. But I'm pretty sure it should be explained eventually. It was not explained in the anime. Yeah, I feel like it's too early. I mean, they didn't even explain a lot of the other characters' backgrounds yet. Yeah. By Um, the way, I have to know, who is your favorite character? Besides Yona, I guess. Out of the guys. Besides Yona? Out of the guys? Because <laughs> so um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of who would be my favorite. I want to say Haku is my favorite. Okay. Because I love how he's so quick with his comebacks. Yes, he's hilarious. He is hilarious, but also like you can tell he's very protective. Like he is 
protective of mm-hmm. Yona. He don't care what happens to himself or anybody else. He's just like, look, I will fight for you. And you could tell he really likes her. Oh, yeah. Like, no. He is in love with her. What's so sad is he would have given up his own, like, love and happiness for them to be happy, you know? I know. Yona and so on. And this stupid man had to go and ruin it. So, well, I guess the one good thing is hopefully Huck can have her because, you know, someone doesn't deserve her. Let's be real. No, he don't. He deserves the rock underneath his feet. Not even the rock. He just, <laughs> he don't deserve anything. I'm sorry. He don't. I'm I'm not, actually, no, I'm not sorry. Suwon does not deserve anything. And for those of you that agree with me, just pat yourself on the back because Suwon does not deserve anything. Sorry. He don't. He don't. But when Yun joins their team mm-hmm. and starts out on the, the journey to look for the dragon, the white dragon, Gija. Oh. I think Haku had said something to her like, how would you feel if I would have approached you in this like romantic type of way? And Yona's response is like, that's not going to happen or something like that. Oh, yeah. She was she like said, completely oblivious. She was completely oblivious. Yeah. And Yun's comment, he was like, I feel bad for him for yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> that that cracked me up for a little bit. No, there is some like okay. really good scenes. Like for instance, when Huck sort of really starts to hit on her, yo, when he licked her hand after putting Girl. her hand on, I was like, boy, you better calm yourself down here. When he did that, I was like, okay. Just so nonchalantly starts licking her fingers like, and I was what, like what what is like, going on excuse me sir if you out. do that then she'll know I don't even she's know still oblivious after that no at this point he's not because he's low-key is trying to take her mind off of Suon mm-hmm. I that's feel the sorry only for thing him. I feel sorry for him he is my favorite character too I think oh but I also like Shia because um, uh yeah He's just so cute. And his backstory, I have to say him, Jeha, and Zeno, for those of you who only watch the anime, you'll have to read the manga for their backstory. But to me, theirs is a saddest, especially Zeno. I feel this poor boy, like, let this poor boy, just let him go. Like um, He's the youngest of all of them, too. I don't want to spoil he's it, not? though. Okay, but, okay. Mm, he's not? Okay, okay. He's not. Well, but, let me put it this way. The reason I assume that he is the youngest uh-huh. is because of his personality. And he's kind of a lot oh, more yeah. carefree. Also, his voice actor, Hiro Shimono. I don't know why most of his characters uh-huh. sound a lot younger to me. Uh, it's not yeah. all of his characters that he plays, but a lot, a lot of his characters have like a very younger yeah, I mean, I think feel he's supposed to, to give off that feel, and the way he yeah. talks as well, you know, is like kind of like a little little young child, but he's actually the oldest. What? He's the oldest. Ah oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> he may look young, but he's the oldest <laughs> by a long shot. <laughs> For all my manga readers, you know what I'm talking about. Dang, I love that all of them have like kind of a sad backstory. Mm-hmm. And it's like so sweet, but honestly, I have to say, Shia—he's so cute, especially when he was small and his predecessor Ao like starts to lose his sight. It was so sad. Yeah. And then when he puts the bell on so that his his he can, hear, can him. hear him, I was like, stop! So cute. But the fact that he named the squirrel Ao just kills me every time. I liked how Yona was like, that name does not suit him at all. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> they both agree. And I was like, like yeah, what? He's too cute. We just gonna keep calling him that though. Yeah, no, he's 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 too cute. Honestly, uh, it's such a just the all round really cast. good show. Mm-hmm. And the I cast like is really good. Yeah, and rarely do I like all of the characters, but mm-hmm. I actually really like all the characters, particularly Kija and Jeha and Huck's like little banter and mm-hmm. their little fighting. I love it. It's so cute. The show itself does a really good job of, although they are in a serious situation, the show does a really, really good job of adding humor. Yes. In certain places and areas where it's like, okay, guys, we're going to be dealing with this girl who has just lost her father. She's only 16 years old. She lost him on her birthday. And now she has to go on a journey. Otherwise, her life is in danger. And Mm -hmm. in between those moments, Haku is like, oh, you're just a princess. Like, he jokes and brings somewhat lighthearted to a situation. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, you know, I laughed. In my mind, I'm like, okay, this is kind of like a comedy. And it takes you away from the serious moment for even just a second. And then it goes back into the serious moment. Mm -hmm. But you are watching the strong character development of Yona. Yeah. And the anime puts you through what she's going to really well. Mm -hmm. You see Yona's progress. In certain anime, a lot of the progression is the main character has gone through this big tragic thing and now they kind of have to buck up real fast yeah, and it goes like through it pretty and, yeah. yeah they it it goes through it real fast and now that all of a sudden that they've gotten the strength they're no longer weak they're no longer scared but in you know the dawn you still see her scared moments you still see her weak moments yeah she's not instantly okay now i'm gonna go back and get revenge yeah, she's like not tough right away, but the, there's like mm-hmm. fire in her eyes, and I absolutely love that. And it That's does my take favorite a while. part. Yes, and when she looks at people, she's like, "I'm about to take you down." Oh, it's so nice. But it's also right. the hard part is that her dad was such a pacifist mm-hmm. that it's just really sad that she kind of has to go against him to basically not really right his wrongs, but save her kingdom. You know, right. Well, also, she's learning along the way the downside of always being a pacifist for when you're ruling a country. The moment where she goes to feed and help that sick person in in the village and he's just going off about how bad her father was as a ruler. And that was also another moment where up until that point, she had been showing some signs of strength, but then... She is reminded how closed off to the world she was and how closed off her father kept her. And she's reminded that there are people in this world that do not like the way that he ruled. They don't appreciate the way that he ruled. Although she looked at him as like a beloved father who gave her everything that she could ask for. There are people who suffered under him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because of him being a pacifist. Yeah. Right. And she's once again reminded, okay, now I have to be even more strong. Yeah. The people are like these the people weapon. are suffering are suffering. And the person who killed her father is sitting on the throne. Yeah. But is he a good king? As of right now, though, I feel like he has taken in the anime at least, he has taken steps already to sort of help what is it, the Earth tribe, was it? Mm-hmm. 
without yeah. even trying like or he, I mean he was trying but like without even them noticing you know yeah that episode Suon is annoying because I'm like <laughs> bro at this point you don't need to hold a facade against anybody nobody you are now the king you are now the ruler stop yeah. playing games stop being fake you don't need to be cunning anymore like the whole instance where the earth general was calling him like a rabbit and stuff and i'm like nah bro he a snake he's a snake <laughs> mm. and if anything you don't need to be following him sorry i feel like later on when i read the manga i did feel a little bit different about suon but it's those things that you you basically totally, completely betrayed the two people who would have basically given you everything. You know, mm -hmm. that just hurts my soul. That's sad. I mean, but that's just how the story played out. I I, I like it because the, now we have a main character, Yona, who is going to hopefully extract our revenge. Uh-huh. For like a, a little face off. Yeah, I watched the anime. I have not read the manga. I think now I'm I'm going to go and find it so I can read it so I can figure out how that story ended. But at this point, bro, nope, Suon got to go and I want Yona to be the one to take him out. Point blank oh, period. With a little arrow, just pew. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> you brought up her and with the bow and arrow. This girl worked day in and day out learning how to use her bow and arrow so that she could be useful in combat. Yeah. Every night she would she would wake up and, and she would hundred. shoot those uh-huh yeah. the 200 bow 100, and arrow yeah. like just the Every shots. Night. Yep. She has already surpassed Kagome on my bow and arrow. Oh yes. 100%. <laughs> like her usefulness, girl. Like when Kagome was given that bow and arrow in the beginning of her story and she was like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" Oh, and he was like, "Barely use that right." Kagome, like Kikyo, you are her reincarnation. You should know how to use a bow and arrow. No. Yona stepped up to the plate and was like, I'm oh, going to yes. learn how to use this bow and arrow. And every single night while everybody was asleep, she would wake up early and she would practice. She would actually do something. In that moment when she took that dude down, I forgot his name, but on the pirate during ship. The pirate art, yes. I was like, yes, girl actually useful and she was not scared either she was like look oh yeah she i'm gonna hit him or eyes. i'm not gonna hit him mm -hmm. okay when you mention the fire in her eyes and i am now thinking of all of the dragon's reactions to seeing her yeah it makes me wonder a couple of things one did yona's dad know enough about the crimson dragon to think that his daughter is the crimson dragon's I guess reincarnation or like ancestor in some way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we don't hear about Yona's mom. And Yona says when she's talking to the, is it Giga, Gigan, the pirate captain? Yes. When she is talking to her, she's like, I don't remember my mother. I don't oh, yeah, that was so remember sweet. what she looks like or anything like that. And so that made me wonder like, did you, one, did Yona's mom have red hair? that fiery red hair Two was yona the crimson dragon's descendant because yona does say like i'm not a descendant of him but i'm like if that's the case then why are they all having this why did other dragons having this reaction to you yeah so technically i believe the fire tribe are supposed to be descendants of the original king mm -hmm. but i cannot it was, i mean it's been years since i've read it probably like a decade so yeah I don't know, maybe a little less, but I feel like there was an explanation 
but she probably is either i mean she's like the reincarnation i'm assuming right and in which case if she is and let's say king ill knew about this the reason that he did not want to sign off on any wars or anything like that is because of the tragic ending with the urban legend of the crimson dragon Mm, i see that could be a possibility I need his backstory too. Yeah. I feel like they talked about him, but I could not for the life of me remember. I honestly would love to know more about his character because I do feel like he had to be tough being surrounded by all the people that he was Mm -hmm. surrounded by. Everyone was like greedy and power hungry and yet he had to keep everyone in check. Well, and he was and still. Yeah. He was still like, like a, a pacifist. pacifist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's because his brother who was technically first in line and was supposed to be king, which is Suon's dad, was out busy taking care of all the fighting and stuff like that. Like he he was like, yeah. okay, I'll let him take care of it. That's what he wants to do. So I will rule the country. I don't know. But if you were just based on the anime. Okay. It, if you were to complete the ending of the anime because like we said the anime ended off on a very big cliffhanger we don't know if she's going to go back to her kingdom to try to overturn and get rid of suon we don't know if she's going to try to create her own kingdom to do whatever else but how would you end the anime so what i would do is the little gang they have I would make them sort of a like shadow protectors, the people who protect in the background. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would definitely have Yona and Huck marry, of course. They're going to have to be <laughs> together, have little babies. And personally, okay. Personally, I would keep Suon as king. Okay. <laughs> and I would have the little group kind of stay in the background doing their thing. But the whole kingdom basically knows who kind of knows who they are and respects them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she is the, she's like the background queen basically that actually rules. Okay. I can see that. There's a couple of flaws in that though. One, mm-hmm. Suan, Suan will find out that she's alive. No, that's quickly. the thing. He knows in, in like my ending, he knows that she's alive. But um, then he's going to try and go kill her. No, he's not. He's going to do what he has to do and be king. And he's like, just don't get in my way. And she's like, I'll do my thing. And you do yours. We both want the best for the kingdom. And yeah. I don't think that he's going to let that happen. But okay. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't really want to kill her. Yes, he does. (laughs) Even in the anime, he he lets her go. No, he does not. In the anime, she runs away. Hawk comes to save her. He was getting ready to take her out no when she when they meet again oh at the at the cliffs yeah yeah no he yeah. lets her go yeah but he doesn't actually i don't think he actually wanted to kill her like at first i think he was maybe thinking of okay i gotta get rid of her but then after he's like girl just live your life just don't get in my way okay all right all what right. about you what what's your i'm assuming you it won't include suan no it will not it will not include Suan. So first and foremost, I want her to, if she is actually the descendant of the Crimson Dragon, I want her to get some sort of power 
just like a little one. I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of power, because I don't know what they didn't really explain what kind of powers he had because he chose to live as half human, half dragon before turn. I don't know, but you know, I want her to get some kind of power. I want her to storm, storm with a capital S. <laughs> get in that castle. I want her to storm the castle, yank Suon by his hair, <laughs> yank him off that throne. I'm not one to condone violence, but he needs to be yanked off of the <laughs> throne. He ain't got to die. He could just be exiled. Okay, okay. I'm not going, you know, get rid of him, get rid of him. Do you think Huck and him will have a confrontation? Yes, and I want there to be a confrontation. I want mm. him I want Hawk to just beat him to a pulp. Actually, <laughs> I want I want Hawk to be the one to yank him off the throne. Let Yona get in a couple of hits mm-hmm. and then just banish him forever. Cut his hair, get rid of him, <laughs> banish him, and make sure that he goes into like the deepest, darkest forest with no weapons, nothing, and he just gotta survive there on his own. That's it. Or I would have her kind of like what you said, like she is going around saving people, but I want her to end up creating her own like empire, I guess. Like, yeah, kingdom, empire. And then once she gets powerful enough, it's going to take a while. That's okay. Once she gets powerful enough, I want her to go and start a war with her previous kingdom and Suon. And I want them to win. Mm. And then Suan just happens to, you know, not make it. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, he happens to, you know. Yeah, just not make it Disappear in suddenly, you know. He's just gone, you know. He's just went gone. <laughs> My main concern is that he's going to find out that Yona is alive and that she has come, met with the dragons and that the dragons are working for her. And eventually she, he's going to turn on her, get rid of her, and then try to force the dragons to go take back whatever King Ill has, has basically just let go. And use yeah. their power for what he's saying for the people, quote unquote. But it's not for the people. Yeah. I mean, he knows she's alive. The thing is, he doesn't believe yeah. in the dragons as far as in the anime. He he talks about, I think there's like a brief moment where he's like, oh, yeah. That's the, a nice that story. little fairy tale, like yeah, that. those folk yeah. tales my dad used to talk about, or something like that. So I'm excited though to see him actually find out that the dragons are real. That's what I'm excited for. And he's like, "Uh oh, what am I doing um, now?" I mean, yeah, that's true. Either way it goes, Suan has got to go. He's got to go. <laughs> Yona needs to be on that throne. Mm-hmm. And I think on the way to the throne, I want her to be able to help those villages and those areas that she's passed by to like help them get back on their feet. Because to be happy, happy kingdom. Yeah, to be happy. Now, married, mm, I think right now her heart is set on Suan, unfortunately, because she still has that hairpin that he gave her for her birthday oh she needs to just throw that she needs to just that's what she needs to do she needs to throw that at him and yeah that's how she yanks him off the thing just take uh, yeah put it in his hair and just rip it just rip it <laughs> <laughs> with him no i'm kidding like, thanks but. for nothing <laughs> but i honestly wanted hawk to get rid of the hairpin like him to toss it yeah 
No, I feel like it's got to And she'd just her. be like, I lost it. I mean, yeah, that's true. I think for her, in order for her to get over Suwon completely, yeah, she needs she to, to she be. needs to be the one to get rid of the hairpin. I know there are people still rooting for her and Suwon, but I feel like if it does end up with no. them together, I just would not. I can't. After everything she's been through, it's just... Also, no. I would just... You can't just leave Huck like that. Like, this man has given up everything, all right? His life, he's been wounded for her multiple oh, yeah. times. He has saved her life. I'm down for the ship of Hawk and Yona. Yes, I agree. I, what about I, what, do you, what do you I think will happen them. to the other dragons? Like, are they just going to be soldiers? Done? Yeah. Um, I think they're still going to continue to serve her and like help her out. And, you know, if she says, hey, I need you to go to this village to help them, then they would go or. You know, eventually they will just go. She might, to be honest with you, I feel like Yona is the type of person to just set them free and let yeah. them do what they want to do. After the battle's done, she's hopefully gotten her revenge or she's gotten to a point where she feels like she doesn't need them anymore. And mm-hmm. the reason I say that is because when she was talking to Yoon in one episode, um, she was saying that, for example, Hawk was commanded to protect her and that he has not been able to be free and live freely how he wants to. And so she said when everything is all said and done, she wants to give him his freedom, grant him his Mm -hmm. freedom. I think she's going to do that with the dragons as well and say, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate your help. Hi, Kaisan. Like, you guys are good to go. (laughs) We done. We done here. We done. You guys worked really hard. Thank you. It's over. Thank you. Appreciate it. Like, you guys are free to go. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like that's, that's, I mean, that's the only way to go. And I feel like Kija would probably stay by her, you know, and keep serving her. And maybe Shia as well. But Jeha, I feel like he's just going to be a little wanderer, kind of do his own Mm -hmm. thing. And settle. Poor little settle. I hope he gets what he wants and what he deserves. No, I don't want to the spoil monk? it. So I yeah, just no, hope don't spoil that he gets, it. I just hope that he gets what he whatever he desires. deserves. Yeah, yeah. I think Yona is that type of character where we've literally watched her grow from a spoiled, pampered princess to yeah, this to a warrior. Well, not even the fact that I she's like- a warrior, like this broken, mm-hmm. almost soul searching girl. Yeah, who has no choice but to become a warrior Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like she was always a good person you know Mm -hmm. it's just she was ignorant and then coming out into the world just seeing her grow in that way and being truly being not only a leader but a caring person i just absolutely love to see that kind of growth and the character development in the story is just really good it is really good and i would absolutely love to continue to watch her grow with a second season, second somebody season. make it. <laughs> somebody. Please. Everyone put that out into the world. Put that vibe. Second season. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you something. The internet broke when we found out that Kimi and Todoke was going to have a season three. Oh. I need the internet to break again if we find out that Yona of the Dawn is going to oh. come out with a season two. I will be so happy. What do you guys I think? Is it going to happen? Let us know. I yeah, need to let know. us know. Are you guys here for a season two of Akatsuki no Yona? They've got to be. Who wouldn't be? Fingers crossed that one day we will get a season two. Let me put it this way. If they can redo Sailor Moon and redo Rurouni Kenshin, Mm -hmm. they can give us a season two of Akatsuki no Yona. I 
agree. There's so much manga chapters out there. They have plenty to go on. Mm-hmm. Also, guys, let us know what you guys think is going to happen. And manga readers, do not spoil it. Yes, we would love to hear you guys' opinion on the anime ending. How yes, the anime would ending. you like to see it? And also let us know what do you think about Yona's character development in the anime. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's episode. Be sure that you are following us on our social media pages, Instagram and TikTok at Anime Sekai Podcast. Tune in next week, guys. Thanks for, for another brand new episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Yeah.